If you want to see me, you will not do this. You will make an appointment. Dr. Green, how can you diagnose someone as an obsessive-compulsive disorder and then act as though I had some choice about barging in? I can help you if you take responsibility to keep you, regular You changed the room around. Two years ago. Do you know how hard it was for me to come here? Yes. I changed just one pattern, as you always said I should. And that's from the movie As Good As It Gets. And are you living with someone who has OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, or do you have it? And you know how difficult that is. If you're living with somebody, it can drive you up a wall. If you yourself have it, if your mind, what is an obsession? If your mind latches on to some thoughts or images and you don't want those in your head and you don't know how to get rid of them and you try to stop the thoughts or ignore them or neutralize them, and they seem to grow larger and then you might develop some compulsions maybe you're checking the door to make sure it's locked to try to neutralize whatever you think is going on and there are no causal connections to anything you just feel very anxious and you feel this compulsion to have to do something I remember hearing one story once of somebody who had to put all of their soup cans or cans in their kitchen in alphabetical order before they felt at ease they had to reduce their own psychological tension. Now that does nothing in your life. It's off base. You need to deal with the real problems you're facing. And OCD just kind of puts the, makes your problems, gives you a whole new batch of problems that don't solve anything and make your life a lot more complicated. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist here to take your calls and questions on anything that's troubling you. And right now, I want to invite Catherine to the phone. Catherine, you're dealing with some coworkers who are lying? Yes. I, I don't know how else to say that. We deal with bullying in schools and such, and it happens with adults in the workplace, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there are cliques. That, uh, little kids grow up, don't they? And, but they don't grow up, uh, they don't mature. They sure Sometimes. do. And yeah. the problem with it is, is these gals are friends with the boss. Okay. And um, they've been seen out at... Uh, the local watering hole, if you will, and um, so we know that they're friends, and they go and make these outrageous allegations that are clearly lies. It's cost people their jobs. Okay. And yeah, and uh, it, it's very, very concerning that they just keep getting away with it over and over again. And now I have a friend of mine going through the same exact thing. So your friend works with you, and she's being targeted by them now. I, I actually got documented right out of my job. So you're not working there either? No. Oh, so... And it, it's, damaged, it's damaged my professional reputation. It's damaged... It, I'm having difficulty getting a job. And I've heard that it's from other people, that other people have now left because of similar stuff. And now a friend of mine is that has been working there... The same thing is happening, these outrageous lies, and it just goes on and on, and it's really concerning. Okay, so what are you thinking of doing? It's probably too late for me. I'm already gone. Right. But it's damaging is what's so concerning to me, and that it's being allowed to continue. And obviously the employer is a great big facility, Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Does the boss have a boss? 
is there somebody higher up in management that you could talk with who doesn't go to the same watering hole with these bullies? I, I don't I don't know if that's safe. If that's safe for your friend, you mean? Right. Okay, I once worked with a woman who was a bully. I worked at a, at a research lab for infants, by the way. <laughs> and the woman just who, I didn't work on her side of the lab, but I was in the same room with her in the same facility. And I, I, for three years, just had to put up with her every day because I was too young. I didn't know how to fight the battle. I didn't know what to say. And she didn't, I wasn't in her target because I didn't work under her. But whoever came to work under her, she would criticize relentlessly. She would complain. She would roll her eyes. All of those contemptuous body line, th- those behaviors that you see. And the, the, the women that worked with her, they were students at Brown University. They were lovely individuals. There was nothing wrong with them. But she would ruin their chances for happiness you know she would try to put a black mark on their record probably because she was envious you know she didn't go to school I don't don't know what her problem was she didn't go to Brown so um, I I when I left I told my boss about what I had observed and he said oh I wish you had told me earlier we always suspected there was there were problems and I'm sharing that with you because sometimes it's, it just eases your mind. Now, you wouldn't want to do this without your friend's say-so, and you may not want to do it relating to that particular friend, Catherine. Mm-hmm. But you may want to figure out a way to document a pattern with people who are already gone or maybe without naming names. You know, I'm just thinking, it sounds like the boss, it, it would be a dead end to go to the boss if he's well, in cahoots. And, and the boss's boss. Oh, is there a boss's boss's boss? Somebody um, higher up that you could probably just... Probably would be the CEO. Okay. Well, sometimes sometimes they're not all in alignment, you know. Sometimes the CEO may be a little clueless about what's going on a little lower down in one department. And it's it might be worth at least composing the letter and you could sit on it for a while it could be i'm not sure this was this is my experience now you can't say that they are bullies you can just say what your experience is for example i could say i would come into the office in the morning and i would notice that she was sitting at my desk and when i asked if she could get up because i needed to make phone calls she would say no and she would roll her eyes. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm painting a picture. I'm as if I'm sh- sharing a video with you of some of the incidents. Mm-hmm. And then you would say, "Boy, that must have been tough, Ellen. She sounds like a real bully or a real, you know, hard nut to crack." And she didn't smile and she didn't laugh and she said some things behind a coworker's back. Um, you, you know, you could. Pick a few careful examples that illustrate the pattern without betraying the better people. And this is if you wanted to. Again, you're the one that's going to judge the risk. If you wanted some clarity or some justice for yourself, I felt really good. Oh, go ahead. Uh, Thank you so much for asking. Um, I'm not sure that I can get any justice. I think there will be a natural justice, if you know what I mean. 
um, I think what goes around comes around. Well, let me give you. Let me tell you, there already is justice. You know why? Why? Would you, Would you like to uh, live with any of those bullies? Oh heck, no! They have to live with themselves. Well, I when I was going through that, it yeah. was horrific. Yeah. And um, have somebody say a lie about you. It's awful. Affected me, even to this day, affects me. Okay, that you can work on. You definitely want to be able to dismiss it as nonsense. Sometimes uh, if someone comes in and they say, you know, this person called me cold-hearted, or what's one of the labels they called you that you that affects you? Oh, um, one of the gals said that I said, I have a gun, I know how to use it, and I know where you live. In absolutely no context yeah. would I ever, ever say that to anyone, yeah. nor would it be in what context okay, that has ever n- said that in the workplace. <laughs> that has nothing to do with you. That is awful. And that you could you could even if you ever had I mean it's a little late now and it's hard to establish I mean it would be a hearsay thing I'm saying you could turn her into the police because that sounds like a threat, um, but I think for yourself she said that I said that right I understand that and if somebody said that about me I would want to get to the point of saying I am glad she is out of my life that is not my character. And what she knows that she lied, and I don't. I I can live with myself. She can't live with herself. Listen, if you want to hold on, I'll I'll touch base with you a little bit during the break, and I want to tell you that even though I didn't get the justice directly. Um, in terms of that co-worker when I spoke up, I got the justice indirectly by at least giving myself permission to sleep up. I'm Dr. Ellen, speak up. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness, toll free, one eight seven seven doctor Kenner. <laughs> 